Cup. Perez, Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. And welcome to AWW Preview. Desire. I'm still ill, but look at me, being a trooper, being a hero. You can send me flowers and chocolates if you want. I will accept them, although I still can't smell or taste after three long weeks. But it is good. Because you can have a big stinky poo and no one cares. Right, with me, uh, we've got this is a bit different people. We've got a preview show with two people that don't usually do well, don't do anything really, do they? That's why I don't know who they are. Guilty. Top right hand corner, it's uh, it's the, the legendary girls team manager and uh, creating stars of the future. It's Richard Cactus Cash. How are you doing, Treacle? I'm very well, Danny. Very well. How how how? I hope you're feeling better, mate. Although I've bored you for the last half hour, you know I'm not feeling better, and you know who I blame. Um, I was just just trying to provide, you know, content for the content for the listeners and the viewers to, out, to, to, yeah, to, 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 to know about your your comings and goings and and yeah. how you're feeling, mate. Sad times, yeah. I'm I'm getting better. I've got a very bad shoulder at the moment, though. But yeah, I had to get Sean to stretch it the other day. But anyway, we're not here to talk about my shoulder. Also, it's the it's the only uh, Scottish member of ABW. Is he is there? He is one of the ones in the group of thirteen, and occasionally he does come up, pop up, and do shows. Nearly did one when I was ill, but no one else could be fucking bothered to come and join <laughs> in. So it would have been. It's the, the the ABW author as well. The only one we got there. Uh, a couple of books. Oh, now moment, I feel special. Yeah, now I feel special. Uh, any updates on those books? You did your standard one and then you did the updated one. Yeah, we did the updated one with an extra chapter from Kevin Campbell, which was really nice of him. Oh, uh, yeah, love the guy. Really helpful. Um, other than that, no, I mean, it's still a limited edition. It's going to go back to the red edition eventually. But um, So what's the, what yeah. was the book called and where can people oh. get it? <laughs> Almost Invincible. You can now – it went off Amazon for a little while because the publisher had a problem with them. They uh, they, they fucked it up somehow. I don't know. Um, but now it's back on Amazon, and you can go to Legends Publishing and get it direct. Legends Publishing is where I always like to get my Arsenal books because uh, unlike Amazon, they probably pay their taxes – <laughs> yeah exactly and if you get it I'll, I'll sign it for you and everything i think you've really signed my one i think yeah. uh, didn't like didn't you have a list of people if you, yes. if you pre-ordered it they um yeah, they got a little yeah. mention in the back that was nice yeah. mm-hmm. oh good chris carpenter right. actually features in it oh for god's sake don't get a moment's <laughs> peace for that scumbag absolute liability <laughs> of a human being <laughs> at least he turned up for something though that, that's um that makes a difference oh, that's, anyway that's- at the moment, I don't think we've got anybody in the chat. I think it's because it's a weird time of day. Usually we do the preview an hour and a half before kickoff, but then uh, that's kickoffs at two o'clock. That means I'll have to do the show at half past 12, and that means I'll have to get up at half 11, and that's not happening when it's winter. It's dark and it's cold, and I'll stay in bed the as well. must yeah. retire. You, you must hibernate. Uh, yesterday, I got out of bed at seven got in the sitting room for eight and i was back in my bedroom by 1 a.m and watched four episodes of star trek voyager back to back to back oh, 
the halfway through series six now. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that, are we, people? <laughs> we're here to talk about the um, the game. So, uh, what have I got up first? Is uh, where can you see the game? Because you know the Premier League hates the people that pay their wages. You can't watch the game on TV if you are in the UK, but if you have a certain IPTV, you can watch it anywhere. So, I'm going to pick a cut. Jock, pick a country where you'd most like to be at the moment. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, what channel it's on? Japan. Oh, what a wonderful place. Japan, it is on SPOTV Now Japan. Richard, do you want to pick a country? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go to uh, New Orleans in uh, in the United States. Where, 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 where can you watch it on there? The USA. It is on Peacock and Sirius XMFC. I don't know what that means. It's just words and numbers to me. Uh, the Premier League injury table, we have Smith Rowe. We know he's out until maybe New Year. Zinchenko is a bit of a weird one. It says here, the last update was the 14th of October, which was yesterday. Quote, I think he is a doubt, along with Gabriel Jesus. I don't know. He has not been on the pitch yet, so we have to be a little bit calm. And it says calf, shin, heel injury basically leg uh gabriel jesus head face i thought that was, was just fatigue oh yeah because he got he got uh knocked out didn't he near enough in the, in the, and then he was allowed back on again a yeah. quote from yesterday obviously he has some discomfort after the game versus liverpool and that's why we decided not to bring him to norway let's see how he is tomorrow saturday and okay. final one El Nenny. He's uh, no return date for him at all. Jock, are you worried about either of those injuries? Because to have two of the new boys, Zinchenko and Jesus, out is uh, not good. Zinchenko, he's had a series of niggles, hasn't he, to be honest? It's nothing. Um, I, I read a preview and it said uh, he's just, uh, it's a minor issue. So he should be, he should be, you know, under consideration. But the one I'm more con- uh, more worried about is Emil Smith Rowe. I mean, someone said it was a growth issue. You know, it's just growing pains. And then obviously he's had to have an op, so it's not growing pains. Um, so I don't know. Um, Smith Rowe, I want, I want to see him back in the pitch soon as because obviously it provides competition in more than one position as well because obviously Odegaard it, it's proven he covers more blades of grass than than the majority of the um, of the 11 so he's, he's going to hit the wall at some point because he played in Norway as well didn't he so uh, yeah Smith Rowe is the one for me Elneny he's great cover but I think we can just about get away with him and Zinchenko I think he'll be back pretty soon fingers crossed how about you Rich does any of them really worry you because personally I think the the um the Smith Rowe one is a little bit annoying because he's not really. I mean, he's got a touch of the uh, the Jack Wilshers about him, hasn't it? And this needs to get sorted out, well, otherwise you can have a career worth of it. Yeah, I think he. Well, I think I think Smith Rowe's got more, seems like more of the touch of the Aaron Ramsey's about him. Jacks Jacks were all impact injuries because of the you know the way that he would hold on to the ball for so long and then get clattered and and he, yeah. he would try and chuck himself about. Whereas whereas Rambo and 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 Smith Rowe seems to be like muscular kind of you know muscle injuries, which is which is almost more worrying kind of thing. Hopefully, you know, um, they found out what the issue was, and that's was it his groin that he got um, surgery on. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, it's it was it's that was the cause of his body of his muscle injuries breaking down and stuff like that and hopefully this will cure it all so because i say he's 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 a special talent uh, at smith as we all know and it's it's 
the amount of injuries he's having in a short period of time is is quite disconcerting. So fingers crossed um, that it, it, this surgery has all gone well and it kind of alleviates the rest what's of the his uh, issues. For, for that sort of gr- groin up. I mean, what's it normally? It's going to be, what, a couple of months? Three months? I guess so. I don't know if it says anything on that website, Dan, or I, when he's, like, say, due to be back or anything, but... Um, I would, I, I, I would imagine we're not going to see him until the the, the new year. I would imagine. Um, it's a shame because we really could have done with him in these Europa oh. League games because we are a little mm. bit short. Yeah. And if if Jesus is out tomorrow, then uh, we've only got one striker. And this is a thing that we've been saying all season, Jock. That if uh, if anything happens to Jesus, we don't have a goal scorer at the front because well, Balogun's on loan in France and. Paul Dickoff has retired, and it's only just left with uh, with 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 Eddie. But there again, Eddie had a thing for his previous teams last season. He got two against uh, Chelsea, two against or did well against Leeds. Mm. So maybe this is uh, written in the stars for him to come in against Leeds and star again. Do you think? I think no. I think uh, Jesus will play. I think um, Arteta is going to be prioritising the league and. Jesus, yeah, he got a knock to the face, but he was left out for the Europa League because that's just a rotation thing rather than anything else. It was, a, mm-hmm. I don't even think it was a precaution. Um, so left him back and, you know, uh, give him a week to rest his legs and he'll be back against Leeds. I'd be very surprised not to see him starting. But I'd like to be proven wrong on Ankea and his Europa League record is, is speaks volumes, but I, I, I think the jury's still out on him. I think. I don't think he is. I still don't think he's Arsenal material. Um, it's a harsh judgment. Um, I, I, I don't mind him as backup, but I mean, him leading the line for any prolonged period of time, I don't think he's. Let's say he was to start the whole season, he'd be a preferred number nine, let's say, and Jesus was ruled out for the whole season. Can you put your hand on heart and say, with any sort of confidence, that Inketia would get you 20 goals a season? I mean, we haven't had a 20-goal season striker for quite some time, to be fair, because, you know, um, Giroud never bagged 20 either. And. He's highly rated. I, I, he'd probably get about 12 to 15, I think, but I don't think he's what we need um, in terms of first choice. But he's good enough to lead the line to rest Jesus' legs. That's about it. It is. It's, um, I think, uh, Rich, would you say that if we are really still pushing on all fronts come the January transfer window and Eddie's had a fair number of chances and isn't really doing it in the league, he's got, I think, two in three in the... How many Europa League games have we played? Have we played two? Three. Played three. three. Yeah. I think he's got Should two goals four, three. PSV got called off because yeah. Queen mm. passed away. That's this Thursday. Yeah, we, got, we got PSV on Thursday, didn't we? Yeah. So would you like to go for someone in the January window? <coughs> I know Arteta isn't the kind, as we've seen in the last two January windows, he'd rather not. Um, I guess it, it kind of all depends. Like, I mean, I, I, would, I would like us to... And I'd I'd said before that I would I would like us to sign a um, an alternative to um, Gabriel Jesus and and Eddie because um, I mean although you know they they're Jesus is is incredibly physical for his size and stuff like that I would like to have a, a alternative striker a, a bit more of a lump that you you know and uh, with a, a with a box threat and stuff like that in the air plan B. Plan just B. to yeah just to get that plan B B going but I think I think Eddie is 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 as has done in the main I think he's done quite well uh, um you know he's 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 changed his physique quite a lot 
Um, like he seems a lot stronger and a lot sturdier um, of late. And yeah. I um I as a as a as a second striker, you know, there's there's not many there's not many squads, there's not many teams that really can afford to have, you know, two especially as we play with one, two top level, top top two yeah. versions of Gabriel Jesus. So I think Eddie and Ketia as a backup, I think is is perfectly yeah. fine. I know what you mean in the sense of, you know, if if, if Jesus, uh, God forbid, is, is out long term, yeah, you need someone, you need someone more than Eddie. But um, yeah. uh, I think as as that number two, as that, that, that someone who can bring you that energy, can bring you a little bit of physicality for his size, I, I think Eddie is, um, is not too bad. Um, and like I said, if I, I think Jesus will play tomorrow, um, I think he's travelled up with the squad and everything, and it it seems from most of the noises that I've read, I'm, I may be wrong, but um, was it was literally that it was just giving him a rest and stuff like that. It wasn't anything m- massively injury concerning. So yeah, hopefully yeah. he um he, he goes up there and torments the crap out of um out of Leeds defence. Just wind their manager up. God, he's uh, he's an explosion waiting to happen, isn't he? Um, <laughs> he's highly strong, isn't he? <laughs> he? Slightly. Let's have a look at the the history of this this um, fixture. All time Premier League games um, Leeds v Arsenal and at either ground. Arsenal won fifteen, five drawn, and Leeds have won eight. We've scored fifty three. They've scored twenty nine. So we're kicking their ass there. And at Ellen Road only in the Premier League. Arsenal won five. We've drawn four, and Leeds have won. Five. We've scored twenty-two. They've scored thirteen. So I was looking back at previous fixtures, Jock, and yeah. the last one was the eighteenth of December, twenty twenty-one. We went there and we smashed them four-one. Martinelli sixteen. Martinelli twenty-eight. Saka forty-two. Rafinha penalty for them seventy-five. Smith Rowe for us eighty-four. That was the the beginning of the turnaround for mm. um, with um, with Arteta and showing what he could do. Do you remember that game? You're gonna to have to repeat that. My charger wasn't. <laughs> Which part didn't you hear? All of it. I got distracted, and I was trying to figure out how I was going to do it. So you know, um, non-suspiciously. Oh, Richard heard it. Richard, you, you talked. I did. That. Yes, oh, it was. Um, I do remember. It, it was. There were some really, really good goals. Oh my goodness! There were some really, really good goals in that um, that game as well. Um, I, I specifically remember um, uh, the the last goal that. Um, Smith Rowe scored where it was a lovely through ball, a little dink through ball from uh, from Odegaard, um, and I think Martinelli scored a screamer in that goal as well in, in that game as well. It was, was in it was the turnaround where Smith Rowe was coming on as a sub and getting goals, wasn't it? Mm. That with that, like I said, that was the turnaround. I mean, it, it, it helped also that like Leeds were an absolute shambles at the time because they had like half their squad dead. Um, yeah, uh, still manager. But I mean, yeah, how much a... how much stock can we take from from last season's fixture when they had they had a different coach? Um, they've brought in a, like a raft of players as well, and so have we. I, I mean, it's it's hard to say whether mm. it's going to be any. I think that their the game plan. Sorry to butt in, Rich, mate. I don't. No, go again, mate. Um, I, I think it's proven in terms of match facts they they they're so open at the back because they 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 try and run you ragged and if it works I mean look what they did to Chelsea at Ellen Road their their record at Ellen Road I think they're undefeated this season or they might have one defeat but it's a very good record at home um because they they're a hundred percent they haven't let go of that bielsa mentality where they just run and run and run and 
they're a sight to behold when they're in attack, but in defence they're a fucking shambles. I, I, think, I think they run. I think they run more under this 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 dude rather than Bielsa. But it, you're right. Wow. They they the the levels that they run is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbeaten at home and haven't won away. Yeah, they haven't won the last five either. Um, mm. I know that much. Um, I. I mean, let's let's be honest. We're not we're not saying we're title contenders, but we'd be, we'd be well pissed off if we didn't win. Um, our away record this season and our away defensive record is the best in the league this season. Uh, the only goals we conceded away from home are the three goals against Man United, which was, uh, you know, an aberration at best. Um, so, I'd be very, I'd be perplexed if if Leeds got anything from the game, but. The way they play, if they get you know the wind in their sails and they get they get a goal early, which you know I mean, it's we're not you know ironclad. We're, we we can be we can be um, we can concede, then the game could go away from us quite quickly. Would you say Leeds are one of them teams like Arsenal, well, where if teams allow us to play the beautiful game, we have a better game because uh, Leeds have got the players. And I'm not I don't really know much about their manager, but I know under Bielsa they tried to play the beautiful game, didn't they? So. It could be a good game because uh, it'll be a good gonna... game for it'll be a good game for the neutrals because it'll be mm. it'll be really fast. Unless Jesse Marsh said he said before the game, you know, in his in his own unique manner that um, he'd really scoped out Arsenal. He said, you know, if you try and match them in their own game, what most coaches say, then you'll get ripped apart. But he's, um, he said he, he focused on their on our movement a lot. And I, I'm worried that he's gonna. You know, two banks of four, and you know, just one up top, and rely on Sinistera uh, for the break. But I, th- I don't think they'll be able to change that much. I really don't. They're used to playing one way. Um, I only ever go back three games, and they're always uh, the, the relevant fixture. So the last one before that was uh, Leeds Arsenal, 26 November 2020. Out of our starting 11, six of them are no longer at the club Leno, Bellerin, uh, Ceballos, William, Willock. Uh, Bamiyang and Pepe is probably never going to play for Arsenal again. Mm. Uh, and the one before that, because I hit and go, and this this has got to the point where it is completely irrelevant, was uh, the first of November two thousand and three. Uh, Leeds one, Arsenal four. Uh, Henri eight, Perez seventeen, Henri thirty three, Gilberto fifty. And uh, just for the, to, to bring a tear to everyone's eye, the lineup that day it was Lehman in goal. Campbell and uh, Toure at centre-back, Cole left-back, Lauren right-back. I'm just working this out as I look at them. Gilberto Silva in the holding midfield. Henri up front with Bergkamp playing behind him. Lundberg one wing, Perez the other, and uh, I suppose Parler playing next to Gilberto Silva. I'm just going to have a look now and see if either of you are crying. What a lineup! What a lineup. I'm not eyed. crying, you are. I got misty-eyed there, man. Jesus. Oh! oh. That, was only, that was only the, uh, the third... Premier League game uh, leads away. That's how long they spent out of the Premier League. I'll I mean, still some... never forgive them for that 1-0. Which one was that? The one that stopped us winning the title when mm. O'Leary was celebrating, which is why Arsenal fans are allegedly hating for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at the... Uh, I've taken my mate Sexy Frank to one game in his life. It was Sexy Frank? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Sex? Did you give him this nickname? No, the uh, he was he was with his missus at the uh, getting his hair cut, and he could hear the girls out at the back of the hairdressers going, "Who's going to cut Sexy Frank's hair?" They all argue over who's going to cut his hair. <laughs> so we all call him Sexy Frank now. If someone get you know, that's a quite a good way to get a nickname. 
and his wife <laughs> takes the piss out of him. And uh, I don't think his kids understand the meaning of the the, the sexy Frank yet bit. But yeah, ticking him to one game. He hates football. Dragged him along and leads beaters. I think beaters four three possibly at the end of the season. Was it three two? I think it was. Was, it three, was that the yeah? Was that the the, the start of the? God, I don't know. Anyway, was I've never taken now that was that was yeah. That was that was the final game before our forty nine run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah then no, the next true. game was the pennant hat trick, wasn't it? The Southampton six one Pires and Pennant. Mm. That was where remember that Pires goal, he's one touch, Oof. first touch, lobbed it. Oh God. Unbelievable. Uh, it was it was three two. Yeah, yeah. It was the the fourth of May two thousand and three. So Halcyon days, Halcyon yeah. days. A game after that is uh, beat Southampton six. What happened to Chrissy's hair, and why does he have a Scottish accent? Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Good to hear from you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has been has become a pirate himself. He's been sailing the high seas. I've seen it. I'm living vicariously through his oh. images. Uh, it looks amazing wherever he bloody is. I'm jealous. I'm going to put a little picture of. Uh, we actually haven't had a. Uh, had you on while when we've updated the pictures? So there's a little uh, serious jock in the in the oh top my... right hand corner. Where did you get that? <laughs> like, probably off your Twitter. That's where most of them come from. Oh, that's me posing in the office. Look at this one, though. <laughs> 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 that is. Have you oh, seen this so... man? Have I seen what? Have you seen this man? It's a crime watch image. That it is. does Jesus. look. It looks like he's holding food in his cheeks. Harris, <laughs> no. <laughs> But the only reason we came on here was to put... When I first met him... Oh, there we Look at that. He's a good-looking bastard, isn't he? Oof. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves a bit of Jeff. Looks like Indeed. a hardline detective. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so the next bit we're going to go and do, moving on for those irrelevant stats, is... Uh, um, what was the bit I was going to do? This one? No, that was the last game. Yeah, just talk about... Um, mention where we are in the league. Obviously, we're top of the league. And Leeds are 15th in the league. Their home record, as, we, as Jock was talking about earlier, played 4-1-2, drawn two, lost none, scored six, which isn't good, and only conceded two at home. So they concede one goal every other game. But then again, our, our away record, as you were saying, is uh, we've, we've played four, one, three, drawn none, lost one, scored nine. And that is the most, the, the highest number of anybody in the Premier League scoring nine goals away from home. We're joint with Man City, and we've got the best away um, goals conceded record with three, and with Man City and Newcastle on out, oh, and West Ham on four. So, how do you think the game's going to go, Joe? Uh, I, w- I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, I would put, if I was a betting man, which I'm not because I haven't got enough money to bet. Um, I would say. Three two win. I think we'll concede. Um, I, I, I think Leeds will be buoyed on by their fans. Um, Sinisterra's back from his ban, which and I think he's a really dangerous player. Um, I, I really like him. Um, and I think Bamford is he'll he'll be in line to start as well. And um, he's due a goal, isn't he? To be fair, after his mysterious foot injury, that's that was Peter Andre's um, second single. Oh my god, that's woeful. I do apologize. Um, yeah, I'd go 3 2 um, or 3 1. I think both teams will score. I think we'll win. <sighs> that's I'll, I'll take it to be honest. You know, just yeah. go from one game to the next, as the old analogy says. How about you, Richard? What are you going to go for? 
Um, yeah, I, I have to say, I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a great one for the neutrals. I think it's both teams a high tempo. Um, I think Leeds are going to allow us gaps to go. If we, if we can beat their, you know, their, their pressing tactics and their, you know, their coked up fucking running around um, <laughs> tactics, we, um, we, and which we're capable of. Yeah, allegedly. I'm not sure they're really we, doing coke. It, no, 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 no. Then they're, they're not on the um, the asthma pumps like Liverpool or anything like that. Um, yeah, if, if we if we've got the players to 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 play around them. Um, you know, Partey um, controlling things at the back and 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 stuff like that. I, I think we we can definitely exploit the gaps that they're going to leave. Yeah, I I can I can I can see a good you know a good three three nil three one. Uh, uh, victory, like I said, I, it, it might be a bit hair, hair and scare, I and mean, it might be a bit, a bit crazy. But um, I think we've got the quality and the form and the confidence um, that, that that we can exploit, uh, exploit them gaps. I think it'll be a key. Will be Odegaard. I think what you touching on what you mentioned, nice dog. Um, touching on Thanks. what you mentioned, I think there's there is going to be gaps at the back, and we've got ample runners because obviously Hughes is is, is 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 a great runner, and Martin Ely especially in Saka. But then you need to find them uh, while they exploit those gaps. So you need someone to thread the ball through, and I think the best person in our team at doing that is Odegaard. Shaq has shown a penchant for it recently as well, which is which is quite handy. But I think if Odegaard gets his foot on the ball and even gets a second of space, I think he'll he'll rip them apart. I really do. <laughs> Uh, I agree with Arnie. I'm going to go two-one. It's not going to be an easy win, but I think we are going to win because uh, their defensive record at home is is so impressive. Phil Macker says three-nil, easy. That should uh, that would be nice. But um, yeah. David, Mister Waffles in uh, in the Great rain name. part of America, he says uh, something that, to think about. He says, "Give Martinelli another season around Jesus, and he'll be ready to play a nine. Where do you see the future of Martinelli, Jock, Dad?" Please don't say Real Madrid or Barcelona. <laughs> as long as they don't go fucking Chelsea, uh, um, then you'll know he's in it. For, he's come out and said all the right things, hasn't he? Let's be honest. He's saying, you know, I want to stay here for life. Just like Smith Rowe said the same thing and Saka said it in the past. Uh, I was actually having this conversation with my brother earlier on today um, about my... Isn't he a Man United fan? No, he's a, he's a gunner too. We got games together and... Um, oh. uh, I think Martinelli's future will be a number nine. They're all they all start out wide and you know, they cut in. I mean, I know Mbappe's getting his tits in a fucking rap because he wants to play out wide and he, he doesn't want to play as a number nine, but I think Martinelli it, it, he's just made for a number nine, isn't he? Um and I think I think Phil's whoever Mr. Waffles, he left that comment. I think it's bang on. Stay around Jesus, learn all you can from the from the guy. Um and yeah, he's not you wouldn't say Jesus is the most clinical striker in the league, but you would definitely trust him with Martinelli uh, like taking him under his wing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'd like Martinelli to be a, a striker, but then if he keeps playing the way he's doing out wide, then fucking keep him there. Jesus, as long as we keep him, that's the main thing. Yeah, Rich, do you see similarities with the way that Henri uh, came through at Arsenal and progressed as his uh, his career? Because, but or do you, would you go more Ronaldo? Because some of those jinky runs he does are just mm. absolutely. You look at him, mm. you go, ooh, FIFA esque. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, sounds very excited there, Danny. Yeah, I, I was um, thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm also thinking after this, I'm going to ring up my mate Shazzy at Chili Bite and get some food, even though I can't taste it. So I'm thinking of cheesy chips. 
I, I thought you was thinking about sexy Frank again. Um, <laughs> COVID is at the moment. Him and his missus, <laughs> and all three kids have got it. I think. Jesus. Um, we, as far as my, I, I, I can see what he's saying in in that says he because he's got that physicality. He's got that. Um, that willingness to, to hustle and bustle very so he likes the challenge he loves the duel exactly like um like gabriel jesus who, who again is 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 not a big big dude but you know the amount of amount of uh collisions he wins and the amount of like tussles that he puts himself in for he was you know he was absolutely slamming into van dyke the other day and and matip causing them all a uh, Varan just smashing into him, like I say, just causing them all sorts of havoc. So if he can, if he can learn that side of the game as as well, because I I always felt physicality he might not be as smart with his um, body positions as as he could be. But he's a, he's a young lad who's never played that position properly before. So yeah, like I said, learn, learn from uh, Gabriel Jesus, you know, the more time, the more he's going to get that man strength come in as the older he gets, you know, he's going to get that experience of, of, of putting his body in, in, in the right positions. And, you know, that just that experience of getting your body in between the, 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 the ball and the player and stuff like that. I, why not? Because, um, you know, I, I think Brazil are—they're crying out for for a, 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 a proper number nine and established number nine. I think they've got they've got wide players in abundance um, in there, and what they what they really really want is a is a consistent quality, um, you know, number nine and. Like I said, I, and I, I think that's one that's one of the things I I, I read and heard that why. Uh, Gabriel Jesus was so in, so um, excited to to come to um, to Arsenal because he was going to play as that number nine, you know. Because, um, like I said, to 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 get into the uh, the Brazil World Cup squad and, and things like that. So, yeah, I, I, I can't. You know, why not? If 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 as long as Martinelli, you know, keeps doing what he's doing and keeps learning, keeps having that enthusiasm, and he's got great people around him. You know that that lad's got such a high ceiling and such a such a high um scope for for potential. So yeah, why not? Why not? I think it could be the future. The bloke is an absolute joy to watch. Jog, we haven't because uh, most of the people who can actually run Streamyard couldn't be bothered to do any fucking shows while I was on my deathbed, having visions of uh, the afterlife. You haven't had it. You you actually put your hand up, and so did Richard. Available to do a show, and no one else would come along and help out. So. To talk a little bit about the last few games and how Arsenal are doing this season, because uh, it was very rarely we we get hold of you. And uh, yeah, being someone who's a man of words, this will be good. Hopefully, oh, don't shit. go. I don't know. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> um, I liked the resoluteness and the resilience we showed against Bodo because they're fourteen games unbeaten at home. I mean, last season's Europa League run showed what they're made of at home. Obviously, you've got the astroturf pitch to to throw into it, so the game was set up to be difficult, and we came out as winners so you couldn't ask for much more than that there was no injuries it was a rotated side as well um fabio vera um, you know put his foot in here there and everywhere but i was particularly pleased for sambi because he got a lot i noticed on twitter he got a lot of stick but then um you know the stat guys came in like <clears throat> and, and showed all these stats for the game and he was his take-ons his pass completion the guy had a fucking really good game and uh, yeah everyone was attacking him like oh he's not ready he's a bit raw if he plays like that and puts in those numbers, 
um, he's he's an able deputy for you know for um, either Jack or Party. I mean, obviously <laughs> we'd miss either one, but Sambi's doing the right things well, and he played against a tough team in a tough fixture. Um, so I was particularly pleased about that. I thought well, maybe I mean we could have. We could have rotated a couple more, maybe, but I can't really argue we won. Um, so, and the Liverpool game, fuck me, Jesus! Um, I know I'm swearing a lot, but you can do the Spurs one as well. Oh, you gee, no, for that. really? Oh, god! Yeah. Uh, the Liverpool game was there was a lot of complaints from the Liverpool team, but I mean, uh, then someone came on Twitter afterwards and said, you know, you complain about injustice, but look how many elbows have been directed from Sadio Mane mm-hmm. over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And they're blatant elbows as well. So, yeah. All right. He's not that kind of player, though, isn't he? Oh, no, of course not. (laughs) I I like the guy. I always liked Sadio Mane. But, yeah, he was was filth on the pitch. Um, So, you can't really... You can complain because everyone's going to complain. We've done some shit. They've done some shit. Um, Yeah, a couple of decisions could have gone their way. But you you wouldn't say any of them were completely 100% nailed on Stonewall. And it's the same with our penalty. Um... If it had happened in our box, uh, they would have been shouting for a penalty as well. So, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those, oh, it could have been given off. We've seen them given before. If you've seen them given before, then it's, you know, it could be a penalty. And that's what, uh, don't get me wrong, no one's a fan of VAR. Um, no one knows what the fucking handball rule is at the moment because it's just, it's absolute travesty. And the key thing is there's zero consistency. Um, <clears throat> you'll see one given and the next the next game, it won't be. It's just, um, hello, beautiful men. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, is that, is that, wait a minute, do I know this one? Don, is that? Don, Don Juan. I don't know. Okay. He's, he's, he's always in the chat. For yes, oh, okay. Years. Oh my, oh my, it's Jock. Um, so I was pleased because yeah, yeah. Liverpool came in that first half. They came into it and they really started to turn the screw. And I was starting to think, shit, I'm getting shades of the last five years. Um, I was at me and Hammers, James Stokes, um, Stokes. Uh, we were at the. Do you remember we beat him four one? Bellerin curled in that opener. Uh, we were at that game. It's still one of the best games I've ever seen. And I think that was the last time we'd beaten them. 2017, I think. Um, so I was getting shades of that again because they just steamroll you and that's what they've done for years and years. But we dug in and we, we got something out of it. And the second half was, was, I'd say that was the majority of it was us. We We earned the points. And on the basis of it, yeah, it was a home game, but oh man, the crowd. I'm loving the Emirates right now. They've really got all of us on side. And um, Xhaka and Martinelli said, um, you know, when I think Saliba scored that on goal, not against Liverpool, but, you know, further back in the season, and the crowd, instead of going, oh, and groaning, the volume cranked up to 11. Hashtag spinal tap. Um, And, (laughs) you know, really spurred it on. And that's when they went on to another level. And when was the last time... Any of us, or at any time, I've heard that at the Emirates. I mean, I've I've heard some crowds. I don't think, um, you know, it's a it's a library by any uh, by any means. But I was I went during the Emery season, and it was painful. I mean, trying to get a song started, um, it was like pulling teeth. But it's it's a united fan base now, and it's just it's beautiful to hear, watch. I mean, there's always going to be dickheads, um, <clears throat> but. Yeah, uh, and the Liverpool game was, you, I mean, you heard the noise, you saw the, the reaction afterwards. It was beautiful to see and beautiful to hear. So, And the Tottenham game, well, you know, f- fuck them. 
they were they they got exactly what was coming to them. They've tried to play the Conte way, which is we'll we'll sit back and we'll spring a liquid counter attack on you, and it did not work because we know they they haven't got Plan B. So when they when they tried to spring their Plan A, we had a plan for that. If you don't plan for you know in another way, um, then you're going to get everything that's coming to you. We played that game perfectly. Um, Saliba was a man mountain. Um, I think Gabriel's getting some flack, but he plays a different centre back type game than Saliba. Um, Gabriel has to lead from the front and come out, and he has to be more reactionary. So there is going to be more mistakes because Saliba is is almost playing like a uh, farther back from Gabriel a lot of the time. It just seems to be he doesn't have to be the one stepping in. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, I feel sorry for him, I th- and I think he's been playing well, actually. To be fair, um, we—I can't find a fault in that game against Spurs. I really can't. Uh, we should have scored more. That maybe that was about it. Wonderful, um, Richard. People were saying up to before the Spurs game, Arsenal were only top of the league. So they haven't played anyone important. Haven't played a big team. So, what do you say to those people now and talk a little bit about the Spurs and the um, the Liverpool games? Because yeah, it's uh, pretty good. <laughs> to, to those people, I say, stop being so bloody miserable. Um, I think I think a lot of the teams that we've played, uh, uh, um, I think they're all in like the pretty much all in like the top half of the the league. Um, Bournemouth and uh, uh, say now Spurs and that. But we we've played. You can only play who's put in front of you, and our our I think our points per game against the teams that we played from last year is is much more improved. You know the the, the eye test um, uh, that you can just see the difference between this team uh, and, and the and the one from the previous years. The fact that 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 teams are respecting us and are, are fearful of us. Because um, they they know our abilities and they know what we can do, kind of thing, which is giving us more space and and you know more time on the ball, um, which is you know fantastic. Um, the, the 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 Tottenham game, unfortunately, I I didn't I didn't see the uh, the Tottenham game live. I was um I was I was coaching a girls game uh, against a French team in in Chiswick, uh, which we drew which we no we drew three three. Um, but it was um, it was a great game. But um, so I, I didn't get to see uh, the, the Spurs game live. So you know, when, when once once you once you see it after you see the highlights, you know things get skewed and stuff like that. But like the 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 big barometer for me was was the Liverpool game because you know the Spurs, the, the North London derby, even even in all of pretty much all of the Wenger years where we were one of the best teams in Europe and Spurs were dog shit. They were always fairly tight games for the most part because it's a North London, it's that derby. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, that was never going to be the biggest barometer kind of thing. Yeah. The Liverpool game for me was um, because normally we get absolutely blown away by Liverpool every single time we play, we, we play them. You know, l- last season... You know, we 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 were a little bit better against them, but then you know that we we got blitzed and 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 kind of like two 0 and we got done. Um, but this one, not only did we compete and play against them, I mean, it was it was a high quality game from and like, you know, don't get it twisted. Liverpool weren't terrible in that game. No. We were just better. You know, we absolutely competed and and 
apart from you know that 10 you know there were 10 15 minutes in the, the second part of the first half where they looked they looked like they were you know Thiago was starting to pull them strings and stuff like that and they were looking good you know from from 5 minutes um before half time and then pretty much the whole of the second half we were the better team by a considerable way mm-hmm. you know um the the fact that they were they were having to make substitutions left right and center hooking hooking Salah position? and stuff like that they were, yeah, they were just, making defensive substitutions mm, which, because that's how because Martinelli was absolutely ripping the ass out of um out of uh, Alexander Arnold and then Joe Gomez he was doing him as well he got taken off at half time uh, Trent didn't he yeah I, th- I think I think there was a there was a collision when um uh, Martinelli put a cross in. And um, Trent tried to stop it, and he, he went on his ankle, and I think he rolled it. Right. But I mean, he was getting—he might have been hooked anyway because he was just, like I said, Martinelli just had his had him on toast, and then complete, and then complete. Salah got taken off, which I was like, wow, that that is completely unrelated. Arsenal question, Rich, and to you, Dan. Um, I've I've got a fair a fair amount to say on this, but what do you th- what do you make of Trent? Do you think? You know he's he's the real deal. Do you think he gets uh, unfair criticism, or do you think he he really needs some work? What do you think on him? I think I think he's he's almost not a defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, he, um, I, th- I think he's he's a wonderful technical footballer. I think he he works well in the position that he's in. Uh, because he's able to to get the the ball in that half space in that mid space. Because I think I, I've I've seen I've seen people say like you know why don't Liverpool play him higher up the pitch and stuff like that. Uh, but I, I think if 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 the if he's got players tight to him and and the ball's coming to him, especially with his back to goal, uh-uh, no good. He needs to come onto that ball. He needs to see that play, see that that uh, open field ahead of him. I think where he's getting let down a little bit was you know I, I don't think he's ever going to be a fantastic brilliant defender um you know i, I think I, th- I think he's too upright for a starter mm. um for, for a kickoff i also think the fact that jordan henderson is now <laughs> not helping him out was it so i've just read a comment from phil it's a, it's a very obscure red dwarf reference <laughs> oh god what was it was it trent was lost flat since he started looking at dwayne Dib- dwayne dibley yeah <laughs> It's the Duke of Dork himself. You're you're so right about his his posture. Yeah, Um, it's all wrong, isn't it? If he gets caught out, he's not like primed to to catch back. But Jurgen Klopp, among the many things he's said recently, is that he gets a lot of shtick, but he has to that his instructions he follows to a T that Klopp gives him. But the problem is that means he has to rely on the cover. Like, do you remember when? um, Mm. Tierney was our first was our starter last last season. I love Tierney, obviously. Um, and when he was bombing down, we were loving it. But we were relying on Jacka, who was still mm. our number one DM back then, to provide cover. And Jacka isn't the best tracker. He's not a DM. We can see that now. We all know that. Blah blah blah. I'm not going to go over old ground. But he relied on Jacka to cover him. And when he didn't cover, it looked like oh, Tierney's caught out of position. He's not caught out of position. He's given him. He's been given license to go up top, but he needs the other players to adapt. Now Trent has to do that because he's following Klopp's orders. But 
Klopp came out and said, you guys are not watching the game. He is getting caught out because the cover are not following the instructions. And I don't know if that would be Thiago or, I mean, it's Henderson. It's Henderson. Henderson. starting games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Hen- Henderson's his big, yeah, Henderson or, or like Naby Keita or even Fabinho. Naby, Naby, would, oh, Fabinho, yes, of course. Would, would, yeah, would be would be his kind of his cover, and also the amount of ground that that someone like Matip and Van Dyke cover. You know, they're uh, they're not lightning quick, but they're massive and they cover that ground really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and they're just they're they're getting caught out, and then obviously like he's now he's he's now panicking a little bit, like you know, like for instance, um, uh, was it the, the, our second goal? I think if he was in a better headspace and he wasn't having all, um, you know, the, you know, being left out of the England squad and this big discussions about whether he's, you know, he can defend or blah, 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 blah. I don't think he would have gone for that, for that, um, to towards Martinelli to try and, um, uh, uh stop that. Um, he thought he was going to shoot kind of thing. He took that gamble. Yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think a more sensible player, someone who's in the right headspace would, would, would know that. that he- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would have, would have, um, or, or you know, Super Tomiyasu, who, who this is a guy who knows how to defend, gets yeah. his body in the right posture, gets his knees dipped and 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 on on it on his toes kind of thing, hunched down. Because like I said, the Trent for me, he's, he's he's too tall, he's too upright all the time. He can't, and that's how he gets beaten. And yeah, so he scuttles across, and that's when Martinelli uh, pulls it across to, but to, uh, you know, it, brilliant. Even with his deficiencies, right. His his dead ball, not not just his dead ball. His his delivery is so good. Like Neville, mm. Neville waxes lyrical about him. His, his his delivery is so good. Doesn't he? He he has to justify inclusion because with one pass he creates a goal. And it, it, his production rate is so good. Even when he's having a bad day, he'll just ping a fifty yarder and he'll put it on the head for someone. I, he has to play, doesn't he? Well, I don't think they've got anyone else who who even comes close to matching what he can uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. can do on on that right hand side. Like for Liverpool, uh, you know, uh, at least, you know, in in the England conversation, you know, I would I would I would still take him kind of thing because you know it's yeah. it's, it's horses, especially now. Um, Rhys James is 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 knackered. Yeah, um, you know, horses for courses. You know, if you if you've got if you've got someone, you know, a team, a very very good team who you know, are looking to attack you. Maybe that's not the game for, for Trent Alexander, um, you know, but if, if you're, if you're playing some, you know, top uh, side, exactly. Then, then like I said, that's where, that's when you're, um, he's going to come into his own. They're like, getting plenty of the ball high up the pitch where, yeah. he, you know, he can dictate. Cause like I said, he's, he, you know, he's very similar in the mold of, uh, 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 quite similar to uh, Cancelo, at Man City. You know that that kind of he's almost he's almost kind of like a a right back and a half. He's he you know it's yeah. it's um it's very but different to, to where he plays. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Cancelo's got some nous and some <clears throat> some dirty um, shithousery about him that and that 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 Trent doesn't have. Um, I, I think sometimes maybe we need to uh, you know Liverpool and England fans need to kind of look at what Trent can do. Rather than what he can't do, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe that's just. What about you, to... Dan? Well, I was <clears throat> listening to a podcast the other day, and they were saying that he didn't start his career as an, in that position till he was about seventeen. 
because they saw he had all the skill in the world and the, the only open slots they had was at fullback and being left-footed that they, they put him in there. So it's a bit a little bit like Ashley Cole was, was a striker as a, as a young man mm. and loads of other players. It's like a Lauren was a right midfielder. That's um, right. Yeah. Mm. And, and so you can see that that's not his best position, but Liverpool, although they have been successful over the, the last recent few years, they haven't got money to go and throw 40, 50 million at a new left back like Chelsea do every six weeks. Um, and then like they got they bought Chilwell, isn't he a left back? And then they went and bought Cucciarello, another left back, which is the best yeah. part of a of oh, City 80, have spent, 90 million. City have spent ridiculous money on fullbacks as well, a lot the just, last five, six work. years. They throw it yeah. away, and that's their problem. He he can't justify the, the money to go and buy a new left back, so which is what you should do, and then you'd get the most out of him playing in that kind of position, playing in the, in the more forward position because he's, he's a bit... I mean, you look at those over the last few years. Who's the right-back for Liverpool, the Scottish one? I can't remember his name. Robertson. That's Robertson. it. Um, it's not normal for you to have a pair of full wing, a, a pair of full-backs, wing-backs, that between them are going to get you 25 assists a season. You think, oh, there's, there's, there's pairs of wingers that don't do that. I mean, yeah. so that just shows you the kind of the way that they play. And it is, he's going to have to look at that situation. I mean, I don't think Klopp's going to be there for much longer because he, he was seven years at Dortmund. Oh, uh, so like a seven-year syndrome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And <coughs> that he is, I think, Mane has gone too soon. And it was Salah, the one they should have got rid of and done another. <coughs> Coutinho got a fortune from him and rebuilt the squad, but they didn't. They got bugger all for Mane. That's I mean, a, that's, that's what they get, sh- 40 million? That's a good shout, actually. You know, rebuild the side like the great sides have done in the past. Use that money because they would have got a, a bomb. Absolutely. Mm. Huge windfall for Salah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think Salah's finished. I think class will permeate it. Well, he's it changed stays. his position, hasn't he? They've played him out wide now and more often stick into that position because they've got Nunes and the other one playing up front. I like I like I like Nunes. I think he'll get his fair share. I think you know you you spend that much money, you're you're gonna get you know. It's like when Pepe signed, everyone's like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" You, if you don't bag you know a, a goal every game or you know make a significant contribution, mm. then you're automatically shit. Look what when Haaland didn't score and he's it was his first or second game. Everyone's like, "What a waste of money!" Mm. It's, it's just it's the fickle nature of fans, isn't it? But and I think Nunes will work out. But I think you're right. I, th- I don't think Klopp will be there much longer. Um, not because Liverpool will. Struggle, but it's just it's Klopp. Yeah, he'll have a year off, and then he'll be off to Real Madrid or something. But you look at the league table: eight games in for for Liverpool, eleventh. We're fourteen points ahead of them already. They'll still finish top four. They'll still finish top four. Well, depends, uh, possibly. But this isn't a Liverpool podcast. I wouldn't I hope even they get relegated. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even put it past them. I know this is a horrible, fucking negative statement, but. We've all been burnt in the past, and I am a glass half empty kind of guy because I don't want to be disappointed. I wouldn't put it past them finishing above us still. I really no. Wouldn't. We've got second place. That's ours. As long as we don't get any injuries. Oh, you know what? I want more. What Aaron Rams? Aaron Rams got got attacked for. It. He got interviewed during the week, and he was asked, um, "You know, what do you want the most this season?" And he said, "Europa League." He said, "You know, um, top four. You know, of course, that's you know the bread, the bread and butter. That's the main." You know, Champions League qualification. But if you win the Europa League, then you qualify for the Champions League anyway. Then you play in the illustrious Super Cup, which is, you know, something we need to play in. Our European pedigree, I have said it so many times over the last few months in my blogs, it is atrocious for a big side. A Cup Winners' Cup and a Fairs' Cup in 1970 is not 
good enough. We need to win a European title. And the Europa League is a good trophy. I'll be over the moon with the Europa League. And if we finish fifth, we won the Europa League. It's, it's silverware that counts. No one remembers top four, top four. That's what That was Wenger's legacy for the last 10 years, and everyone said it was shit. Uh, no one remembers that. Everyone remembers silverware. You know, uh, the, uh, every FA Cup win we've won over the last five, six years, everyone remembers where they were, what they were doing, who scored. Everyone remembers silverware. We need to win the Europa League, and it'll be fucking tough because it looks like Barcelona are going to drop in it um, and, yeah, and teams yeah. like that. And Man United... Juventus, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, Europa League for me, all the way. Even Athletic Club Madrid, Madrid, which, which, oh. which, how do you feel about that? Which, do you, would you like? Not that we can, not that they're going to listen to us and go, okay, then three of us this or that. This is what we're heading for. But I think second in the league, Europa Cup, Europa League. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect. I I, I agree with uh, Groove Jock. Um, I would love us to get the uh, Europa League. Like I said, our, our European legacy is. It's, it's woeful um, for a club of our size and our, and our history and what we've done in the game. Yeah. Um, it's it's woeful. Um, uh, yeah, I, w- I would, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we've put ourselves in a, in a good enough position and we are playing good enough that we can, we we, sh- we can, can get top four. But like I said, I'd want, I'd want to supplement that with the Europa League win. Um, it's going to be difficult because, like I said, you're going to have your, your Barcelona's. What did Mourinho say in the week? The, the Champions League failures, the the sharks of the Champions League coming down. Like I say, you've got your Juventus, um, um, Barcelona dropping down, which I, I think is wrong personally. But um, why get you know? I suppose why give them like a fucking an extra shot kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but I think they they go into. I think. Um, they go and do they play the runners up? Because like we, if we, if we, if we top the group in in the in the Europa, yeah, League, there's a playoff, isn't there? I yeah, believe. we 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 kind of go through to like the the next the, stage, the second round. Yeah, the, the, yeah. there's like there's like another like a uh, um, knockout um, fixtures where I think it's the drop downs of the Champions League fuckers against people who finish teams that finish second in the league. Yeah, I've, I think um, that's the case, uh, and I would like to avoid any of them. I mean, don't mm. wrong, the joy I would get from dropping, dumping Barcelona out would be amazing, but I'd rather mm. not risk. It is called, <clears throat> after the group stage, you have the preliminary knockout round. Eight group runners-up from the group stages, eight group third-place teams from the Champions League fight against each other to get eight. So then you get the eight group winners, and then the eight from them, them eight v eight. And then that makes a sixteen of uh, the set of the knockout phase. That's absolute bullshit. So we have to finish first. No wonder mm. that um, um, Arteta decided to play a full strength team away at Erdy Birdy Gurdy Bird. So um, oh, it changes what? next year. Said in the comments, um, mm. Champions League teams no longer drop into Europa League, but uh, next year we're in, in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Exactly. Oh, they're changing it next season. Yeah, wow. I, I think if we if we beat PSV at home. Which isn't a given because PSV are kind of tricky. Yeah, um, I think. Do, do we qualify if we beat them? Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Is we that, do. that done? So yeah, hopefully yeah. we can we can get that done, and then we we play. I think Zurich. We we play PSV again, and then we play Zurich, don't we? Well, at the moment hopefully we're we top can, of the group can... with nine points with a game in hand. So if we beat PSV, then um, we'll have twelve, and they'll have seven. 
you I'm went a little bit you. Steve McLaren. Right? <laughs> yeah, that just, just a little bit. Yes, Then we'll be on twelve. They'll be on seven, and we still have to play them. So I think a win and a, um, but again, our last game is against Zurich, who are rock bottom, lost all four games. So we're definitely going to beat them. Mm. So I think uh, we may even get away with two draws against PSV. <laughs> Okay. I just figured if we if we if we if we beat them if we turn them over at home, yeah, and then um, we can um, we can just literally play the proper proper reserves um, reserves in the in the remainder of the what's going to still come out top. I think that'd be um, Especially with this that'd be a good schedule that everyone's going and mm. going on. I mean, if we could play a few a few of the kids that are coming through, and you know. Um, uh, yeah, we definitely need more rotation because we're still playing a healthy contingent of our first team. Um, and, you know, players like Vieira need to be acclimatised, so they're ideal for this. Rob Holden is, uh, you know, <laughs> is is ultra-reliable. He can come in. But we're still playing like uh, the likes of uh, Party and Jacka, especially. Uh, mm. I don't want to see him anywhere near the Europa League group stages right now. But at the moment, I mean, Jacka played, didn't he? Um, mm. So did so, Party. They both came on. They both came uh, on. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, there you go. So I don't want to see him anywhere near, <laughs> near it. Mm. And he's been wrapped in cotton wool. What do you think about Matt Turner? People have been saying on, on the Twitters, because you know Twitter is informed, that he's played three um, Europa League games, two clean sheets against, like you were saying, Jock, uh, Bodo Glimit, who 14 games unbeaten at home in mm. Europe, which is only one away from Barcelona's 15, which is the record. Would you like to see um, him get no, given a chance in the Premier League? No, no, this is just <laughs> another case of fickle fans. It does my fucking Sweden. Last season, Ramsdale was the flavour of the month. He was like, oh, he should be England's number one, blah, blah, blah. And it, he's, he's shown a few weaknesses. You know, given his fucking age, goalkeepers coming into the prime, what, early 30s, mid, mm. sometimes even mid-30s. I mean, look at Manuel Neuer, Buffon. We don't, I don't need to reel through the examples. He is young. He's going to make mistakes. And unfortunately, with goalkeepers, mistakes lead instantly to goals. Give the guy a fucking break. And he's he, it's, it's not said enough. He is crucial for our team spirit as well. I mean, the guy is extremely vocal. He, he G's people up. I mean, he G's the fans up as well, which is great. And uh, that shouldn't have any sway on his selection but I think he's not done enough to say oh you know you know just only drop a keeper you know when um you know Fabianski made like two or three clangers in a row and you're like right it's not his mentality's gone now his his brain's gone now he needs to be dropped out let's go back to the basics let's go back to Colney to the training ground go back to the basics and we'll focus on your game and then we'll bring you back up we did the same with Almunio did the same Chesney Ramsdale ain't anywhere near that. He's made a couple of, you know, oh, we should have saved that. That's it, near post. Turner is a good prospect. He's an ideal number two, just like Nketi is an ideal backup because they're happy to sit on the bench. They realise they've got it good where they are and they're good enough to come in for the odd game. You know, you're not always going to get lucky and get an Alex Manninger, are you? So Turner isn't proven. Let's hold our fucking horses here. Stick, mm-hmm. Keep the faith with Ramsdale. He's done us very well. I mean, look at. I still looked. I looked at that save um, during the week. That save against Leicester. You know that free kick from Madison last season. Mm. But that just shows the talent of the boy. I think that is an unsavable free kick. At what as close to unsavable as you can get because he actually saved it. It's unbelievable, and he did that two, three times. I still feel sorry for Bernd Leno, for fuck's sake. I mean, he pulled out some unbelievable saves, and he was gone. Um, 
let's stop being so fickle. Get behind the kid. Sorry, I, I, I like I like Turner. I have to say, oh, um, Richard, I'm going to order sorry. my food before they shut. I'll just get in the phone number for my Echo. So you keep talking while I ring up and order it, and it'll be here in well, half an hour. No worries, brother. No worries. <laughs> Um, I, I quite like um, I quite like Mike, Matt Turner. Um, I think I think the analysis of him both ways has been over the top. Um, like when he first started, people were oh my goodness, who is this guy? He's shite. And now he's done. He's done well. We've got a couple of clean sheets and stuff like that. He made an excellent excellent save um uh, those ones where you know he had to he had to get down quick and yeah. and save it and now he's yeah i've i've not seen a lot of people saying about he should replace ramsdale i think i think i think some some twitter sites and stuff like that for like you know the old the old clickbait bollocks um asking oh should he get a chance in the premier no he's he's a very able deputy i i, I you know one of the things i really like that matt turner does i i love his aggression off the line um um i love how he he like i say he 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 comes off of the, off the line to try and play that sweeper keeper he's not as assured with his feet as um as ramsdale and i think especially in the premier league I think that would really cause a problem because, um, you know, quite often we're going back to, um, we're going back to Ramsdale with the ball at his feet to, to start play, to recycle play and stuff like that. And that's where, you know, they're, they're, they're in will, will, will lie your issue. But I think, I think Matt Turner is, is a very, very able deputy. I think he's an excellent shot stopper. Um, like I said, I, I, I really like his instincts off the line um, and, um, and how high he plays yeah. um, kind of thing. Um, I really, really like that. But yeah, where he is, I think is is, is it's fine, a, a, and I think he's okay with start, it. it. It's a promising start, isn't mm. it? What he's done, he's played, he's played two, two, three games. He's done well. Um, you can't ask any more from the guy. Um, and he's uh, yeah, he's providing competition. You know, the, the better he plays, the better Ramsdale will play because he'll feel he'll feel threatened, which is which is great. But uh, Ramsdale is number one, and he has got a good shout for the England number one spot if Gareth Southgate wasn't manager because he likes his favourites, doesn't he? And, and to be fair, Pickford has picked himself up uh, and, you know, he's removed a few doubts from his game. He's playing really well. I personally think in terms of England, number one, I would go for Nick Pope. I think he's been the model of consistency um, to be Again, fair. With, with Pope, bless him, he, he uh, similar to Matt Turner, that uh, in, in, especially in, in that top flight thing, he's, he's so ropey with his feet. Like he's oh, even yeah. worse than Turner with his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's really bad with his feet, and I just think that that is—it's such a negative um, thing in, in today's goalkeeping. You have um, a point, kind of thing. Uh, he's just, right. I mean, the, the, the thing about Pope, sorry to just go, is he's, he's an absolute fucking giant. He <laughs> fills out that goal. You know, he makes that goal smaller for the opposition. You know, yeah. which is always, always going to be a plus. And you know. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I I do I do get uh, get with me. I I think though that for England, I think again, let's say he wants the uh, Southgate. He has his favourites, but it, you know if he wants to play out from the back, I I genuinely do, I see v- no very few other goalkeepers, not just English goalkeepers that are, are as good with his feet than than 
You've got the Edison, and Ramsdale. You've got the Allisons, of course. I mean, they were they are they were the the, the, mm. the first exponents of really good footwork from a, from a goalkeeper. I get that. I, I know what you mean, though. In terms of England, Ramsdale's best with his feet, but Southgate doesn't seem to rely on that playing out from the back Southgate's so much. Idiot. And if, uh, you know what, I I really I really feel for Harry Maguire, but yeah, so do I. But he, he is he is he has played <clears throat> so very badly and he's not helping that his manager's picking him even though he's not playing. Yeah. That, that, and that's that's simply not fair. I mean you've got you've got a few others that could I mean James James Tarkovsky could come in right now um and and play because he's playing regularly. Uh, obviously Ben White the, the, I mean, fuck me. Rob Holding can come in. He's played more games mm. than Harry Maguire for fuck. Max sake. Max Kilman at, at, um, Ooh, at Wolves. Shout. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, their their defensive record's really good at Wolves. Mm. Um, I th- I don't know if um, Ben fucking White. I don't know what Ben White has got to do to get an England call up. Just... Do you remember when 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 uh, before we signed him, he was a, obviously a, he he was at Brighton, wasn't he? And then he went on loan mm. to Leeds, or was it the other way round? But everyone was Good saying, "Oh, he's going he's going to go to Liverpool. He's going to go to Liverpool because of his delivery from out back." And they did like a a compilation on Match of the Day, I think it was, and he was just pinging him, pinging him. And I thought, "Wow, this kid's good." You know, I didn't think we'd have a sniffer signing him. And when we got him, it's like the the hype kind of died down, and you're like. He's cultured. He's 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 a proper. I hate to say it, but you, you, the anal- the 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 comparisons remain. If you can play the ball out from the back, you you get compared to Rio Ferdinand. Well, from our generation, anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, most most defenders now can play it out from the back, but he's cultured. He's really calm. And did you see his interview after Bodo? Yeah, with with uh, Fjortov. Oh, mate, he was so he yeah. was so, he was almost flippant, and I yeah. loved it. I was like, give me some more of that, please. He he just doesn't care, and he's so calm. But you're right. If if Ben White's playing every single game and he's showing versatility as well, which you know is a is a massive asset in a in a limited squad going to the World Cup, and he still can't get a sniff, then you know your days are fucking numbered, aren't you? Really. Right. Thank you for covering. They decided the one night that I uh, want to pay with my card. They don't have um, the card machine isn't working. What did you go for? What did you go for? What did you plan for? Uh, cheesy chips, which I only ever eat half of them with burger sauce and a chicken tikka kebab. Well done. No fucking lettuce because I'm not a fucking rabbit. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I second you on the no, the no greens thing. But have you no. have you tried, like, obviously you can't taste and you can't smell. Have you tried, like, fucking blasting it away with proper strong chilies and shit? Oh, that's, I have I have that with any anyway. um, jalapenos on my pizza oven went out for my birthday on Monday. And, oh, happy uh, birthday, dude. Oh, cheers! Is it? No one, no one bothered apart from Carl. <laughs> it's not like I never bloody mention it. It's been ten, ten years of AVW, and I still got fuck all from anyone. <laughs> Can we get some happy birthdays in the chat? No, Danny, no please. It's too late for that. Good God, no. Um, yeah, so there's, uh, yeah. So um, moving on, to last last couple of minutes, uh, Richard. How do, you, how do you feel for the rest of the season up to the break for the World Cup? Are you confident? Just looking at the fixtures that we've got, and uh, we have got Leeds tomorrow at two o'clock kickoff. Oh, stop asking me to agree. And um, PSV, PSV on Thursday, away to Southampton, PSV at, at their place. And then we are at home to Forest, at home to Zurich. And then we have got away to Chelsea, at home to Brighton, away to Wolves. And then it's off to the happiest place in the world for um, for the World Cup. Just don't be gay. Don't be gay or they will have you shot. <laughs> yeah. 
No holding hands. That's ridiculous. No bromance. Yeah, no, 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 no PDA. Yeah, nothing. Uh, n- none of that. Um, uh, no alcohol. No. Um, anyway. Yeah. So do I, to be fair. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, I, th- I think the, 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 the performance we, we, we've, we've been putting in, uh, has just been phenomenal. Um, the, you know, the, the, just on, you know, if you want to go on stats alone, you know, the XGs and the, the, the high lines and the, the, the amount of, um, uh, kilometers run and stuff like that, they're all, all pointing upwards and, and northwards. But, you know, just from the eye test alone, we're, we're absolutely playing fantastically. As I said a, a, a bit earlier, not to repeat myself too much, but teams are fearing us. Um, you know, if teams are, 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 respecting what we what we've got and what we're doing um you know so i I can't see why this can't continue and why we can't uh, you know why we can't go and we've got that you know we've got that those two dangerous fixtures that everyone was worried about that that, you know um spurs and, and and liverpool and and the fact that we we might have had a bit of a touch having that man city game moved um uh, you know, out, out, out of the way kind of thing. So, you know, as long as we keep our, you know, uh, the majority of our, our, our squad fit, fit and healthy, but, you know, the, the main one is party. We have to, cause nobody can replicate what he does. Yeah. Um. You know, like Tierney goes. You, all right. You. We, he's a little bit injury prone in a minute, but you've got Zinchenko. Um. You know, M- Martinelli. You know, you've got Saka. You've got. You know, you can bring in Marquinhos if you want. You've got Fabio Vieira who could uh, go either side. You know, Erdogan goes again. Fabio Vieira can 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 move in there. You know, um, Xhaka. You could stick um Sambi Lekonga because I, th- I think Sambi Lekonga is much more. The Xhaka for me, I think he's much yeah, should play yeah. in that Xhaka replacement place okay, rather yeah. than Party. Mm. But nobody can do what Party does. It's it's it, him is the key. We keep him fit, and 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 we should be we should be laughing. You know, Saliba has been an absolute rock. Um, you know, I'd say you're looking at him. Well, hopefully we can um, we can tie that bad boy down. Um, they only to, need like, to do well in that league for fuck's sake. They don't need someone of his quality. No, no, it's a walk <clears> in the park for him, isn't it? How about you, Job? <laughs> rest of the rest of the, the up until oh, the man. break. I, I've got this. This he he he's, he's been created in the last fifteen years. This fucking rat in my head that anytime something's going well, he pokes up and goes, yeah, but you know, when you see, you were going through the, 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 the fixtures and I was thinking that's winnable, that's winnable. And it came up Southampton who are really struggling, at the moment, day. but it's, but it's Southampton. Day. It's Southampton who always give us jip, right? Does, does Shane Long still play for them? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think he's gone now. We should be okay. Do you remember, do you remember that game when Fraser Forster like grew two legs out of his arse and just fucking saved game of his life? Unbelievable, right? Then you've got Wolves who are languishing, but their defense is iron, ironclad. You've got Chelsea, you don't know. You'd like to think they play more open under Graham Potter because he plays a really nice style of football. I, li- I like Graham Potter, but it's Chelsea. And then you've like this, the, all the teams in the league, I immediately hark back to previous re- negative results. And I think, oh, fuck, that's going to be really tough. And I just, I, I, I worry. Um, but it's a different 
team this season. It's not a All team where they, they, they would crumble when... Don't worry, lads, I know. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Um, it's a different breed now, and it's a different team. And I think, it's a di- crucially, it's a different mentality now. And they don't crumble under pressure. They, you know, if it's a really tough game where they're putting the boot in, they can change, they can adapt, they, 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 they move things around, and... They've got pace to burn. They've got they can put the foot on the ball and they can slip it through the eye of a needle when they need to. Um, I need to remember that instead of the negative results and the the, the possible cataclysmic end of season. That um, you know, we're, oh, well, you're going to drop away. You're going to drop away. Yeah, you know what? We're not. We probably will not win the title. I'm not talking about title at all. But at the end, well, before the World Cup, where are we going to be? Where are we going to be? Ooh. I'll say. Second, I can't see. I mean, Erling Haaland has an injury record the same as Thomas Parry's. If Erling Haaland goes, yeah, they've got a, they've got a history of playing false nines, but now they're missing Sterling, who was their regular false nine. So, you know, they're saying their squad depth is is amazing. If they lose Haaland, they will struggle. Which Dortmund did every season that he was there. Yeah, he, he missed half the games a lot of the time. Mm. So uh, I read I read somewhere that because of his body shape and how he's how young he is and the size he is the thing that especially in later life he's late in his career he's going to struggle. I mean he he's he's a fucking brute of a man. A robot. What what amazes me is his his amount of touches during a game. He's so efficient. Everything he does has purpose. So every time he touches the ball, it will carry a threat. It's, there's no wastage there. Um, he's, a, he's a completely different striker to anything else. I've not seen anything like him before. But he is massively injury-prone. If he goes and he gets ruled out, like, like he does at Dortmund, like Danny referred to, and we, like you say, keep party fit, keep, keep Jesus fit, Xhaka, Saliba, then, you know... Fucking who knows? But mm. everyone keeps saying the proof in the pudding is: oh, if you win those two, those these next two games, then you know you'll you'll be there or thereabouts. If you win the next two games, we've just beaten Spurs and Liverpool. Who everyone? I mean, Spurs just put in an insipid performance against Everton, and uh, I was reading the BBC Sport feed. And uh, there was loads of comments saying, you know, if they win this game, then they've got to be considered title contenders. Well, we're not considered title contenders by most pundits. And we're top of the league, and we just thumped you three one. So <laughs> how the fuck can you be talking to? No, no room for logic when it comes to yeah, that. Exactly. So I, I, I'm really trying not to get ahead of myself. I'm just trying to enjoy. It. I mean, this is the first time in mm. eons where we've had a season where we can go. You know what? I'll look down and look down on the rest of them. It's just amazing. It's so nice. Get behind Arteta and the boys. Well, there you go. We've, you, we've given these people almost a full bloody podcast, for, and we didn't even plan to. So, um, Jock, tell people where they can find your blog. I'll put it up there. I'll just do a little message of it <laughs> on the screen so people can go and click on a link on That's it. That's the one. It's up the arsenal.com. Uh, for some strange reason, I've been doing this since 2014, and my readers are falling away like leaves in the aut- in the mm-hmm. autumn rain. Um, I, I used to be. I used to get hundred thousand a year. Now I'm lucky if I get twelve thousand a year. Same uh, with the f- podcast. Sometimes f- we would get ten, twenty thousand views per show. We now get two or three. I put a, I put a post once a week now because I just don't have time. Um, once a week, every Thursday. Stay tuned to at Jock AFC on the Twitter channel, and you'll see my posts, which I tweet mercilessly and all you guys always retweet for me. So thank you very much for that. Doesn't have any fucking 
make any difference, but I do appreciate it. Uh, also, yeah. while we got you, this is the updated version of your book. <laughs> Hashtag plug. Yeah, might as well. It's a wonderful yeah. book. It's got uh, excerpts. It's got um, uh, I interviewed Alan Smith, Amy Lawrence, David Seaman, Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, Kevin Campbell. Um, yeah, uh, Bob Wilson as well is in it as well. <clears throat> I couldn't get hold of George Graham. He was very, very hard. His agent was... Um, Why has he even not... got an agent? Oh, David Hillier as well was very helpful. Um, legend who came through the youth ranks. And, uh, the link is in the chat if anyone wants to go and click on it from Legends Publishing who do yeah, lots yeah. of Arsenal stuff. Yeah, they do some great books on there. So, um, yeah, buy a copy now. And if you buy it and let me know, send it to me and I'll sign it for you. I think I've podcasted with two of the people on that page. And I nearly did. Uh, I mean, I think Paul Davis should be up for one, and Natty. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've I've met Paul Davis at. Uh, it was, do you remember that I'm um, stuck in a moment? Paul Vason, that book. Oh yes, oh, that's yeah. A sad I went story. to the launch for that, and Paul Davis was there. Lovely fellow, really nice. Got a lot, and I think he's one of the best midfielders Arsenal have had in the last fucking forty years. He's the one that everyone always uh, <coughs> always forgets to add in. Um, very yes, very so underrated. Well, if you do want something for Christmas, go and buy this. Go to Legends Publishing, because Dave Seeger's got a load of stuff there. Loads of Arsenal people have got things there, and it's, they're just, it's just really nice to go and buy it. And I've and got it's my a limited copy. edition. It's all shiny as it well. Is. I like the stickers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Richard, before we go, have you got any, any books or blogs or colouring uh, in you've done recently with the kids? <laughs> n- n- nothing, as sadly. Or for the dog? Have you Sorry? done the wash nut well or anything like that? Have you put uh, the bins out? Uh, I, no, yeah, I did do the bins. I did do the bins. It was there it was go. recycling on Thursday, so yeah, I said I did that. I did that. Excellent. Like I say, right. I, I, as I said to you at the start, of the, I think it was before. I think slept all the way to Barnet today for with my girls. Ooh, wow. Um, I sadly we we lost seven five, uh, but it was it was a great game. It really really was a great game. Um. Really, really proud of my girls. Like I said we've we've joined up with um with Elin Trailfinders now, so we we play as um as Elin Trailfinders, which are like more of a rugby club. I mean they do they do loads of other sports, football, cricket, um bowling and stuff like that. Um, they're they're in the um the like they perennially win the rugby championship, which is like the the championship version of a football kind of thing, um, right. but can't get promoted because their stadium doesn't have enough seats. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so we, we've joined up with, we've been in trail finders and, you know, my girls, I, I, I coach the, the under 14s and um, we've actually got like, you know, half of our team, a good chunk of our team is um, of our squad are actually playing a year up they're actually in year um in year eight when they should be in year nine um so they're doing phenomenally well phenomenally well and and the 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 positivity in the girls is just an an absolute joy so um yeah long may it continue i'd like to give a shout out if i can um jason davies the welsh warrior thank you so much mate you have been honestly i think he's retweeted everything i've put out for the last 10 years i'm not i don't think i'm even exaggerating he's just lulling you in um, to kill you <laughs> <I'm not Catholic. laughs> he's, play, he's playing the long game is he i'm willing 10 years he's trying to get um, close to me via you so he can murder <laughs> me as well absolute gentleman um and uh my my two um best arsenal friends best friends uh daniel cameron and james raul stokes um stokes. <laughs> known them for a very long time and they're always there for me so um yeah that's it really getting all sentimental and shit 
Excellent. Right. Tomorrow, I think the game starts at two, so we finish by four. So maybe about half past four, there'll be half past four, five o'clock, half five, I don't know, sometime like that. I haven't arranged it yet. We will do a post-game show. And remember, people, if you want to go and buy a site for the, your loved ones, go to legendspublishing.net and then go and have a look for Almost Invincible, the Arsenal class of 91. That's if you're not sure why they're almost un- invincible, because uh, we went to Chelsea and they got a penalty. I think it was a penalty, wasn't it? There was a Kerry Dixon offside goal. Yeah. Um, now you're fucking quizzing. Two one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two one. We scored late in the like ninetieth minute, but the 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 big, it was on a travesty of a pitch. And then they took out Steve Boulder, one remaining like fit centre back. Um, uh, with a, it was a waist high tackle. It wasn't even a knee high. It was shocking. And he didn't give, didn't even get booked for it. We had to bring on David Hillier, who was promoted from the youth team the season, like that season, to play at centre back. Um, and we we withheld for so long, but what you know, they they got through in the end. It was just shocking. Offside injuries, rash tackles. Wasn't that the only game Alan Smith got booked in? Or I think it might I be don't, that one. It, he's only got booked once. I mean, once. I remember that season he scored his only penalty. Can you tell yeah. me which game it was? Hang on, hang on, no. hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes, I can. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It was the on. last game of the season against Man United. That was the second last game of the season, but you're right. Uh-huh. Against Man United, he scored his hat trick. We beat him three one. That was the game where uh, Liverpool had lost against Nottingham Forest just before. Yeah. So like, Highbury was a fucking party that day. And then we, the last game of the season, we beat Coventry six one and Limpar. Six one, yeah. yeah, yeah, Limpar. I love Limpar. <sighs> he was one of my favourite players. When I interviewed Smudge, what? he said at the end of the, he said at the end. The one thing that amazed me, I said, tell me something about him that no one knows. He said the size of his feet were like a fucking size three. He said they weren't mm. absolutely tiny. And he roomed with him for a wee while. Um, tiny feet. There you go. <laughs> what a, way to what a player. What oh, a player. That goal against I, 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 United I, I, the Old Trafford brawl. Yeah. Oh, I'll always, I'll always remember his 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 first goal for us was against um was against Aston Villa in the Makita Trophy. Very good. Uh, Very nice. Oh, what a play! I love Limpa. He was my, he was, he was my, uh, my first one, my first of the players that I absolutely fell in love with. Um, he in was the immersed. sprinkling of magic in that side, mate. He really was. And he cried. He cried when Wenger said, um, um, "George Graham told me I've sold you to Everton." He said, "I don't want to go." He said, "I sat there and I cried." Yeah, because he said that the, George Graham had, uh, he, he didn't agree with his uh, training rigorousness. He, he, and he, George he wanted to stop playing enough. flair, didn't he? He just wanted to go and oof it yeah. and defend it. And... and we became a cup team. Oh, dear. Anyway, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me. You've been absolutely wonderful. Uh, see you in another five years, Jock. <laughs> yeah, I'll see, I'll see, you in a, see you in a couple of years, mate. Um, Richard, it's nice to have you back on again. It has been a little while, but now the uh, the holidays, Holly Bobs, are all over and done with. We should see a little bit more of you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Dan. Jolly yeah, good. Dan. And if you are new, um, maybe consider subscribing. If you don't, I'll come round and kill all your pets and I'll shit in your flower bed. And, uh, yeah, we will be back tomorrow. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much to everybody in the chat who has sat with us for an hour and 22 minutes. I'm going to go because I've got food coming. Thank you very much, and we'll see you later. um, We shall play the outro of Anfield 89, 36 seconds. Here we go. Hold on to your socks. Out it goes to Lee Dixon. Long ball from Lee Dixon. Smith will hold it up. Plays it square to Thomas. And Thomas has got inside Nickel, and Thomas is there, and Thomas has scored for Arsenal in injury time. Michael Thomas 
has scored for Arsenal. A ball played through the gap. Thomas was there. He held off two challenges, kept his head. By my watch, we are a minute and a half into injury time, and Michael Thomas may 